Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Cheryl Godsey. She is the owner and creativity coach at Dare to Dabble, which is an interactive art space north of the river. Welcome to the show today, Cheryl. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about Dare to Dabble. First of all, you know, I said it's an interactive art space, but that's, you know, 30,000 feet up. Tell us more specifically about what Dare to Dabble is. We are kind of unique, and it's almost hard to explain in words. I'll we have do 30 my minutes. Best. I'll do my best. <laughs> we, we have a 5,000-square-foot building has a variety of things in that, kind of three separate spaces. The front is actually a coffee house and a handmade and local market where artists can sell their mm-hmm. things that they have made. A big part of it is an open studio. This concept is kind of new to Kansas City. Um, it's the idea that people can come in and work on creative projects anytime, not have to take a class. Yeah, because most of them you have to sign up and, and Yeah, and, and we have a lot of a those too. Or, right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of those too. But the open studio is probably one of our most unique features and hard to explain. What we have are hundreds of project ideas, bases that can be painted, decoupage mosaiced. We have a fiber area where you can do fiber painting on bags and um, other items embroidery kind of bringing back some mm-hmm. old school things yes like decoupage I, and embroidery well, and, and I, I've heard that a lot of the younger generation likes the knitting of all things they do. I've heard it's coming back they do we've got a, mm-hmm. a knit and stitch group do you okay that's meeting informally we haven't offered mm-hmm. classes in that yet but yeah there are folks that have interest in old things that uh, <laughs> yeah I wanted to learn tatting and I, my grandmother tried to teach me, never could kind of pick that up. So I like more freeform kinds mm-hmm, of things. But mm-hmm. arm knitting, I have figured out. Arm knitting? Yes. You're going to explain that one to me. Knit without any tools. You use your arms to knit with that big bulk of <gasps> yarn. You can do it in an hour. Cast. And you can do it in an hour, hour and a half, which is my kind of project. <laughs> you can do it and get it done. Uh-huh. So we've got that. We've got jewelry making. We've got glass painting. Just a little bit of everything that's something that's kind of easy for people to pick up. Mm-hmm. We provide um, studio help. We have a, a title I like, but we haven't quite caught on with, is an atelierista, which comes from, I have an early childhood background. That. Yeah, I know it's a fun word, isn't it? <laughs> Artillerista. Atelierista. It's Italian. It comes from Reggio Emilia, or it has some wonderful preschool programs. That's my background is actually in early mm-hmm. childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, But their idea in preschools is that they have this open studio where all the materials are out and available for children to choose from. The Atelierista isn't really as much an art teacher as she is a coach to help children explore and discover all these materials on their own. So that's kind of what our open studio is. I want to call it an atelier, but which is the studio Mm -hmm, in French, mm -hmm. but it's just a little too... Up there, yeah. It's okay. what would you call it? A hundred thousand, thirty thousand feet. Thir- I'm, it's, that's a hundred thousand foot word, maybe. But um, yeah. I love that word. It does roll off your it, tongue. It, it is not- a nice word. Uh, <laughs> now, so going back to your preschool example, they these coaches, as you termed them, uh, 
actually help draw the creativity out of them. And that's what you're trying to do in the studio. It really is. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people come to us intimidated by art Mm -hmm. and by the creative process. I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Yeah, that's where I gave my myself the term creativity coach. I come from a coaching background mm-hmm. too. So yeah, that idea that giving people more positive messages that I can do this, giving them tools, giving them, and we do have some examples which aren't good in early childhood. We don't want examples in early childhood because then children get frustrated that they can't make it just like the adult. Right, right. But for adults that come in, show me what this might look like. <laughs> and how can I maybe make it look kind of like that? Sure. Is, is inspiring to people. And that's the mm-hmm. other thing is we've tried to create an environment that is inspiring. We have, it's just very kitschy. We've got just a very colorful, uh, we have a wall full of yarn. It's all out and visible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the things are just all kind of out and about. Not everything tucked away in drawers. And we've put things in. It Like the Reggio Mio School, things are in glass containers and wooden bowls. And I've tried very hard to avoid plastic. Mm-hmm. You know? I imagine <laughs> it's very colorful. It is. Very it colorful is. experience. Now, you were talking about the preschool and the coaching that you, actually for the adults, you will sometimes give examples. It seems to me that uh, although you want to try to draw creativity out in children, that it's even harder in adults because this natural creativity, if I am assuming you're a person who believes in natural creativity, I that do. artists um, are, you know, it's a natural type of thing. Uh, we've been, it's been so squashed uh, as we've gotten older, you know, color between the lines and and just as you get older and older and older you get more and more confined and it's in there somewhere and you get a lot of this negative self-talk that comes around you ask a room of kindergartners who's good at painting and drawing they will all raise their hand Mm -hmm. you ask a room of preteens and teenagers and a few might you ask a room for all of adults hardly anyone i mean you might get a few, but yeah, somewhere along the line, we've gotten a message that that's something we're not good at. Right. Or I can't do that. We get people walk in and say, I cannot draw a stick figure. Well, <laughs> you know, hardly any of our projects require stick figure drawing. <laughs> so you're okay. We, we teach you how to put those shapes together to make a pleasing uh-huh. right. know, outcome. So. Now, this open space, do you provide any of the materials? I know that you were talking about your glass jars and your yarn and so forth. Is, is, that, is that stuff that's provided in some sort of a fee? Or is that something yes, to purchase for- while you're there? Are you supposed to bring your own materials? How does all that now, work? No, I think that's one of the things that we are really trying to do is provide everything you need. You know, a lot of times to take an art class or to do something, you have to invest a right. lot mm-hmm. in materials and equipment and not sure that that's something you're going to continue and do. Mm-hmm. So we provide everything. Now, the open studio, there is a small fee, a $4 an hour fee capped at $12 a day, okay. which allows you access to all of our space, all of our tools. And then our projects are priced that include all you need to finish the project in that way. So... Mm-hmm. We have things, um, say a picture frame. It can be painted, and the price includes paint. It can be decoupage, which they might paint first and then decoupage on top of it. Right. And then a price for mosaic, which is a little more expensive and a little more timely process involved mm-hmm. with doing that. That you still paint it first, do the mosaic. We have some that are combo projects that have all three things in it. Oh, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Now, you mentioned that you have an early childhood education background. What inspired you to start Dare to Dabble? How did you get from there to dabbling? You know, I, I've always had a dream of doing things that involved more of art and creativity. I like art and music both. I kind of 
I'm a dabbler. I'm a lifelong dabbler. I was raised in an environment. My mother's very creative. She mm-hmm. she does gourd art, and now I've picked that up too. I mean, I'm, I want to be like my mama. <laughs> you know, she's she's very creative and was always inspiring and let me have access to making and doing and doing things. Um, and I've always, even throughout my early childhood, and I got into teaching adults. I were, retired from the community college a couple, two, three years ago. Had an opportunity for an early buyout. And I ran uh-huh. and said, sure. Pursue my I second do something. life. Exactly. Second life is exactly what I call it. Um, I took an entrepreneur class before I left there and wrote a business plan. I had some ideas floating around and I had ideas for a couple different business models um, that I wanted to do. Some other businesses I'd seen. There's one in St. Louis that we kind of emulate mm-hmm. um, called the You Can Do Studio, which I really, I love their name. It's very creative. It's spelled Y-U-C-A-N-D-U, oh. you know, kind of different. But, um, and other things. And then this this big paint craze that's going on, the social painting. Mm-hmm. We call mm-hmm. it drink and dabble. <laughs> on Friday and Saturday nights. <laughs> Little wine kind of also reduces that inhibition. Um, uh, yes, it'll do wonders for that. The whole thing. So, so I wrote this business plan, and I um, then partnered with a young woman who is quite talented herself. I have a business partner, Erin mm-hmm. uh, Rosales. Uh, she's my art director. She's a very talented artist uh, and an art educator, too. And actually, she was teaching art at a charter school at the Francis Institute at Penn okay. Valley where I was mm-hmm. working. And I and I even knew her from when she was a teenager. So it was kind of serendipitous that our paths kind of kept crossing. And actually in my business plan, I found some notes where I wrote down potential people ah, and her name was written okay. down mm-hmm. from like two years ago. Then saw her again. So brought her in. She's got that young talent. She knows social media <laughs> and um technological things like mm-hmm. developing websites and all that. So right. it's been a good partnership. Yeah. So one of, one of the points you make, though, is a lot of times you hear the whole starving artists or, you know, how can you make any kind of business out of mm-hmm. art? But you obviously are, are doing a lot of things right and, and you are treating this obviously like a business. You oh, have absolutely. to. And so you're blending the, the administrative and the, right. you know, practical business aspects with the creativity. And it sounds like you're having... Uh, like I said, some success there. How long have you been in business? How long have you been open? We um, we started the business in fall of 2013, okay. but we didn't have a brick-and-mortar building. We were traveling gypsies. Oh, really? And we um, used some lease space, the Armor Loft space above mm-hmm. Screenland Theater. Sure. And we searched for a year and a half, almost two years, trying to find the right brick and mortar. We were looking in all the hot areas, the crossroads, mm-hmm. the West Bottoms, and yeah. uh, we really had in mind a very unique space, what we wanted. We wanted a big, open warehouse, you know, kind of that bohemian atmosphere. I didn't mm-hmm. want a strip mall. I didn't, I, did, I want, I don't, I feel confined. Sure, in sure, so, sure. Um, and in searching, you know, to get a little more space for our money, we headed north. And both Erin and I are Northlanders. Uh, she lives in Avondale. I live in Liberty. So we found a great space, a fabulous landlord who totally believes in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that match has been And heavenly. that's a big part of the equation. Yeah. Totally. She, I almost see her as a mentor and um, mm-hmm. anyhow, very supportive. She loves mm-hmm. our business concept and has been extremely supportive of us. In renovate, she is a entrepreneur herself mm-hmm. who owns a contracting business, did a lot for finishing out our space and um, 
And I think she kind of has our vision too. So, Well, it sounds like it. Speaking of your business plan and this space, did you envision uh, from the beginning that you would have the coffee shop and an area for selling artistic pieces? No, that kind of came in later mm -hmm. because... Um, we found the bigger space. Aaron, Aaron kind of had a dream of some of that. Okay. That's kind of, and actually, that is Aaron's business. Um, okay. Luna Coffee House is Aaron's business. She runs that. And um, I know I didn't want to have anything to do with food service. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my niche. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, when we found bigger space, um, we thought that was a good marriage. And it, it has been. It, the coffee house is bringing people in. Plus, it's a nice thing. We also have the liquor license. So mm -hmm. she does that. So it can serve the... Um, on the Friday and Saturday on evenings? The mm -hmm. Well, actually, it's, it's people just Saturdays. have known to. Okay. We had some ladies in dabbling doing mosaic during the day that had a, oh. a hot toddy. So, you know. Hey, if it works, brings out that creativity. They start. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, on that note, we are going to need to take a break. But when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things that go on at Dare to Dabble, including the small mall that was just held last weekend. You're listening to Smart Company Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level. Whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature, Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check us out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing your businesses. Visit us today at www.ithinkbigger.com. We all want to run a smarter business, but how? The answer is ShopKeep, the iPad-based point-of-sale system that makes it easy to run a smarter business. From accepting payments, tracking inventory, running marketing campaigns, and managing employees, ShopKeep does it all, taking the guesswork out of running your business. ShopKeep is just $49 per month with no long-term commitment. That includes ShopKeep Pocket, the app that lets you see your business's key performance data in real time, wherever you may be. Visit shopkeep.com forward slash smart today to begin your free trial. That's shopkeep.com forward slash smart. Hi, I'm Tamika Bryant. And I'm Christy Porter. We're here to talk about real estate that matters. We're going to talk about everything real estate. Anything you want to know from buying a house to selling a house, from investing in real estate to flipping real estate. We invite you to listen every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. or on demand with our podcasts. Right here on Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio at blogtalkradio.com. Just tune in at 9 o'clock Thursday. <laughs> yeah, squirrel. <laughs> Can we just do that? Nine o'clock. Don't touch it. Just sit by your radio and wait. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We've been talking here this morning with Cheryl Godsey. She is the owner of Dare to Dabble. She's a creativity coach there as well. And we were talking before we went to break about some of the things that make Dare to Dabble unique. For example, it has a coffee shop out front, which helps draw people in. It has a shop where artisan artists can sell their um works of art. And, you know, what, what my question now, Cheryl, is, you know, th those things help draw people in. Um, so, so what are, what are some of the other things that those artists are doing? Are they coming in to help with the workshops or? Right. Uh, Aaron and I teach a lot mm -hmm. of the things there, but we are looking at other folks with expertise in particular areas. Um, 
to come back and teach their particular skill. And some artists like to teach and some don't, but uh -huh. but we have found a few really great ones and are looking to bring in more. We had a, a gentleman, Patrick Corjeans, who does um, screen printing on these awesome wooden boxes that he makes. And he brought all of his gear in and set up and did a screen printing workshop. Yeah. So it really broadens the experience for the it people does. who come in to partake of these classes. It does, yeah. and gives them a little taste of a mm -hmm. whole different technique, mm -hmm. medium. Someone came and did um, uh, garnet um, of Gigi Moon, came in and did metal stamp jewelry, um, block printing on a bag and a runner, another... I've forgotten her name, but uh, another <laughs> fine artist. You can find her things in our studio. Mm -hmm. um, well, it sounds like you're really creating, not only are you um, creating future artists possibly, or at least helping people get in touch with their creative side. It, it sounds like you're really fostering community too. We hope so. We do mm -hmm. want to add uh, a lot more things. We we have, uh, we were talking about knitting mm -hmm. uh, earlier too. We've we In the coffee house, we have a knit and stitch group that meets informally a couple times a month where they can just come and work on projects, drink coffee, share share what they're working on. We have another group of young people who um, we hope to be starting a live uh, a drawing group, a figure mm. drawing, mm -hmm. you know, with models. Because sometimes you don't get a chance to do that once you're out of art school. No. There's not a lot of opportunities yeah. for that. Uh, we're talking about um, a painting group. We do these drink and dabble paint classes, but maybe people are already have an idea they're working on. They want to come in and paint and be around other people who are painting sure. or drawing or working on some sort of mm -hmm. um, art project. And have, yeah, get feedback from others, get ideas. Are these one-off kinds of workshops, or do you come in and for a series of weeks, perhaps, or a couple times a both, week? Both. Both? Okay. Um, you know, we're doing some things on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Like, um, first Fridays, we're doing art journals. Ah. So every first Friday, we're going to feature a different mixed-media-type technique that could go in an art journal. We have a group, uh, the Mid-America Leather Artist, mm -hmm. on the third Thursdays of every month, uh -huh. are introducing the working with leather, leather art, making some both practical and beautiful items. So some of those regular things we have offered and will offer again, some small series, like a four-part series on watercolor. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I have a lady I want to bring in who's great with pastels. Um, so, yeah, we'll do different um media and bring in artists who specialize in those things. Oh, there's another lady who we want to bring in to do abstract painting, ah, okay. abstract expressionism. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, we have some ideas and some, some folks we want to bring in and kind of expand it out a little bit. I mean, I think we're kind of this, uh, like our drink and dabble is sort of a gateway drug to the arts. Dare I say that? Is that aw I'm sorry. That was just really awful. But, but, it, but it's, it's that sort of get them in and get the taste and it's like, Oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I have a I'd feeling like to... you just got a few more registrations, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're talking maybe wine as the drug, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> but but the idea mm -hmm. to reduce the intimidation, let people experience it, right. and then maybe some opportuni opportunities mm -hmm. for them to explore it a little more. Sure. And you also, going back to the sense of community that you're creating, um, you, you rent out the space for parties and uh, birthday well, we parties? We don't rent out the space, but you... we, we run private events. Okay. Um, yeah, private events. Oh, that is really picking up. I'm glad you mentioned mm -hmm. that. Well, I was we thinking about the holidays. Absolutely. We've been very busy. Last week, I think we had four or five private events. We had a woman celebrating her 50th birthday, brought in 17 people. Some of them were in open studio, and some of them did drink and dabble. It was a marvelous.
marvelous time. We do corporate team builders. We had Hallmark accountants come in and learn to not just paint by the numbers, but to paint um, you know, in mm-hmm. a different way. So, <laughs> yeah, team builders, birthday parties, lots of children's birthday parties are, are picking up. Uh, baby showers, mm-hmm. wedding mm-hmm. showers. We had a whole wedding party come in. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Now, speaking of events, you had a big public event last weekend called the Small Mall. Tell us about that. We did. This was, I think, kind of Aaron's brainchild as we were meeting with a group of our vendors and talking about some of the future events. We want to do some street art festivals. Uh, we're looking at a Harvest oh, Fest in North Kansas fun. City. Yeah. Um, next fall. And uh, I don't know how it really came about, but we're like, let's do a small mall, which used to be in a local shopping center. Antioch Shopping Center had this little place that children could, parents could give them money. Children would go in and buy these little gifts for them. But they were made perhaps overseas and of a a lower price point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we classed it up a little bit and we gathered some of our vendors and we also just went to a lot of um, other places where folks are selling handcrafted items mm-hmm. and gathered things that we thought children might like to purchase. Uh, so we've supported local artists and right. folks. Mm-hmm. We provided a little variety of handcrafted items in some different price points. Um, so it was a little bit more expensive than... Uh, but they got a handcrafted, quality, right. local, mm-hmm. Kansas City-made item. Yeah. And children were also able to make gifts as well that day. So we had kind of a combination of children shopping our small mall. Uh, so parents gave them a wish list and a budget. Uh-huh. And a lot parents were pretty pleased that a lot of children came in under budget. It was good. It was <laughs> yeah, good. As a parent, I think that would be. <laughs> they were kind of surprised uh-huh. by that. But, uh-huh. yeah, so I think it was a real positive experience. The parents were nostalgic about uh, something they'd experienced yeah. and let their children have that a experience. A tradition continues. It did. Now, was that the first year for it? It is. Okay. It was our first year. We think it was a big hit. We had about 50 children, mm-hmm. we think, go come through small mall and open studio. Mm-hmm. They were making items, too. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm probably, uh, I can probably anticipate your answer here, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What is it that you love most about your job? I mean, I think all of our listeners can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, uh, but let, let's hear from you. Oh, it is. Um, I do have a passion for it. I like helping other people discover what they do don't know they have within them. I think um, there is a lot of joy with that. With people having a good time with it, too. Mm -hmm. People are laughing. When we do our painting classes, we have music, and people are laughing and singing and and having a good time. So kind of letting down their guard, being um, industrious Mm -hmm. and making something. I think we're I think the world is kind of coming around from that. We've used technology so much right. that there's this urge to come back and, and make something, and make Use something your with your hands, and, mm-hmm. do something. One thing particularly rewarding is seeing multi-generations in our open studio. One time we had four generations oh my. sitting around a table, all working on different projects, but working together. So exactly. that, was, that was fun. Uh-huh. Where do you see the future headed? With Gosh. with your business, not I'm not asking you to predict world future, but yeah. <laughs> for you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I just I hope it continues to grow, and we can offer um, many more classes, bring in more people to teach. Um, I think there's some special populations we'd like to reach, um, mm. mm-hmm. special needs. Sure, um, art therapy, wounded soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think there's a lot of potential for. 
it being a therapeutic thing for people. I mean, it already is exactly. in an informal way. Mm-hmm. I don't have that training. Right. But yeah, I think that has great potential. Yeah, and there's lots of organizations you could partner with here. Right, in order and that, to that, do is, that. that is an idea, too. I mean, mm-hmm. part of my head is thinking about doing a nonprofit piece of it mm. along with, and, and I haven't really fully explored how that can work. I do know of another art studio who did that. They had, they had their profit part of it, and then they had a nonprofit that they mm-hmm. could do then these more outreach thing and reach children whose parents maybe can't afford to bring them to an art right. studio or yeah, mm-hmm. special populations. Ex- uh, senior citizens. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, we've added a painting class during the day because we had some who said, I don't want to come out at night. So we're adding some things during the day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, again, touching all different parts of our community and and really becoming a place where people come to gather and unwind and create something uh, special for themselves or for someone else. Where are you located exactly? We keep talking about the Northland, but we don't. We are on a booming street, one of the the major streets in North Kansas City, Swift, Mm -hmm. 1329 Swift. We're kind of smack dab in the middle of where downtown North Kansas City is and the end of North Kansas City, or we're only about three minutes from the River Market area. Sure. We like Mm -hmm. to give people that, because sometimes when people say Northland, they think it's... Uh, By Liberty. Or or by the airport. By the airport. Yeah, so so we really are about 20, 30 minutes from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're you're just outside of downtown. Absolutely. Not not far at all. I know exactly where you're at. And if somebody would be more interested in finding out specifically uh, some of your classes and things that you offer, is is your website the best place to go for that? Right, both the website or our Facebook page page okay. www.daretodabble.com mm-hmm. or just dare to dabble on facebook all of our events our calendars there information about private events um the events are on our mm-hmm. Facebook page as well. You know, one of the things I meant to ask you earlier when we were talking about how you price things, do you have gift certificates available with the holidays oh, coming up? Fantastic. Nice we did not talk about that. No. We have a special this month. <laughs> oh, well, yes, let's have a gift of creativity for that hard to buy person. Mm-hmm. Give them something to do. For every $25, you get an extra $5 in hmm. your gift certificate. So. Well, very good. DareToDabble.com. Can you get gift certificates through that? Absolutely. You can buy them online and we can email them to you or you can come in our store and then we make a groovy little envelope for them to go in, of course. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that sounds like the best option yet is to go to the studio. Come and see what there out. is come to do. You. Exactly. Thank you very much for your time today and best of luck. I really think this is a wonderful idea. Great. Thank you. DareToDabble.com. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>